everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Hallmark Heartbeats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies. I am your host, Camille. Today, I get to review the newest Hallmark movie titled Sealed with a Kiss, Wedding March 6, starring Jack Wagner, Josie Bizet, Caitlin Stryker, and Nathan Witt. It is the sixth and final movie of the Wedding March series. We are back at Willow Lake Inn to finally watch Mick and Olivia get married. It took 25 years, five years of movies, and many brides and groom in that place, but finally it is their turn to get married. I am not going to lie, I haven't seen all six movies. I have seen the first, the fourth, the fifth, and now the sixth movie of the series. And out of the six, I would say this movie was boring. I honestly didn't like any of the sequels that I watched. The first one was my favorite. To be honest with you, I feel this series should have ended much sooner. The wedding should have happened at maybe movie number three, like they do in many movie series, such as All of My Love and Father Christmas. To be honest, I thought this movie just didn't live up to the hype. But it can't be a Hallmark movie without some drama in it. And it can't be a Wedding March movie if Olivia and Mick were the only couple featured in this movie. Enter Autumn and Kurt. Official synopsis of the movie is that the modest wedding plans of a celebrity and his down-to-earth fiancé escalated while Mick gets an enticing opportunity. Olivia won't let him refuse putting their own big day in jeopardy. So Kurt is a successful actor. He's done several movies that have become hits, and Autumn is a children's book author. She's the writer of the Majestic Mia series. They both met in college and fell in love. But in the past year, Kurt has moved to LA as his career blew up and Autumn has stayed in Michigan. Being a celebrity, Kurt is always pursued by the paparazzi but Autumn only wanted a private wedding, no press. She wanted a quiet wedding with just close family and friends. She also made Curtis promise their wedding week, there will be no work. Well, almost as soon as they got settled in, that promise was blown to pieces. Sean, Kurt's publicist, had come to the end to relegate the news that the studio wants to move up his release date for the newest movie, which means interviews and press will be at the end, the exact opposite of what Autumn wanted. The downside is that once the press is there at the wedding location, how will the wedding stay private? While this is happening to Kurt and Autumn, there are some changes going on at Willow Lake Inn. The usual chef, Duke, isn't there. He's on vacation, supposedly. I wish that they could have at least told us what happened to the actor? He was replaced by Mick's brother, an amateur chef and baker. Also, where, where are Mick and Olivia's children? I get it. Their wedding was supposed to be two months later. But if Shaw could fly in the parents for an impromptu wedding, why not the kids? I mean, marriages, especially when it includes children, are not just a celebration of the couple, but a blending of families. Totally sucks that they weren't part of the movie slash wedding. Anyway, Mick and Olivia's storyline for this movie involves Mick being invited for a tour. The problem is that the tour starts in two weeks and it will go through the planned wedding date. 
There was a lot of going back and forth on the whole, should he or should he? What about the wedding? Let's just say Olivia was all for Mick going on tour. He was reluctant to go, but she offered to go with him on tour and they get married on another day. Okay, 10 minutes in, I already knew how the wedding was going to happen. Sean was going to change Autumn and Kurt's wedding from this simple, elegant wedding with close family and friends to this lavish celebrity magazine-worthy wedding, which is the exact opposite, again, of what Autumn wanted. But she will do it for, quote, Kurt's career. Okay, you want to know what grated my nerves about this movie probably the most? It is Autumn's submissive nature towards her fiancé. Like, I wanted to throw my phone at her. First of all, the impression we had of Autumn was she's adventurous, boss girl, go-getter, successful author. I mean, Majestic Mia is supposedly her alternate personality. That's why Kurt's nickname for her was Madge. But throughout this movie, this boss babe, gung-ho, adventurous woman turned meek and submissive, letting Sean and Curtis change her dream simple wedding into this lavish, magazine-worthy, nightmarish celebrity wedding, even allowing the press access to her wedding pictures, allowing cast and crew of Kurt's last movie to be part of the wedding, all to help Kurt's career. Do you understand how many eye rolls that got out, out of me. Autumn and Kurt's best friends also noticed this. What even warned Kurt? Just because you can convince someone to do something doesn't mean you should. In other words, listen to your fiance. She is not happy. The straw that broke Autumn's back and finally let her alter ego out was a Kurt bought the Malibu house without letting her in on the decision. Wanted it as a surprise. To all the men out there, if you want to surprise your significant other, buy a piece of jewelry. Or even a vacation to Hawaii or something. Not a mortgage at a place your fiancé wasn't a fan of without telling her. Well, unless you want the wedding canceled anyway. I do have to say, though, that the only good thing coming out of Kurt's surprise was Autumn finally speaking up for herself. Should I, Kurt, know this wedding wasn't that's being planned right now isn't what she wanted. Kurt and Autumn finally made their last change to the wedding plans. They moved their wedding date to the following day, made it about just about them, their friends, their family, and Sean, because Sean was already there. I'm sure that if Sean wasn't there, he would be in the wedding party or in the wedding audience or anything like that. And offered their lavish ceremony with the flowers and the archways for Mick and Olivia. Their wedding was nice, but let's be honest here. We waited six movies, five years, not to see another wedding happening at Willow Lake Inn. We waited for Mick and Olivia's wedding. And to be honest with you, I love the fact that for the first time in six movies, the other couple in the movie was black. Like, yay! But I could have lived without their storyline. I also think that since this is the movie that Wedding March fans waited for, the only couple that should have been featured was Mick and Olivia. I would have loved to see them go through their wedding plans, snafus, and their love story being front and center. It was a disappointment, really, that they felt like couple B. 
and that they didn't have their daughters and their friend Duke at the wedding. I honestly feel like if you had a six-movie series at the finale, you should have had some of the characters slash actors that were part of the whole series in the from the beginning. Like, duh. <laughs> I did like the montage of Olivia and Mick's scenes from the first five films, like their engagement. I love the flowers in the archways, the circle of flowers in the background as they said their vows. I think it was beautiful. Mixed vows were nice, but that was it. Aside of those things, the wedding wasn't special. It wasn't worth waiting five years, six movies for. It could have been done in movie number three. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I give this movie one out of five stars. Why? I feel this series was drawn out. Autumn and Kurt was unnecessary. If this is the wedding that Wedding March fans have been waiting for, the long-awaited wedding, let it be the only wedding. Why did Mick and Olivia have to share? I already talked about my problem with Autumn. Like, ladies, your man's career isn't that important or shouldn't be too intimidating that your voice, your needs aren't heard, let alone your dreams for your wedding. And I'm not going to lie to you, I am happy that Caitlyn finally got lead actor status. But I feel Nathan and Caitlyn was a diversity hire for this movie. Why? Well, six movies in, they finally got a black couple to, this, to be the secondary couple in the series. Also, they're hired in the, mo in the movie that features the wedding all the fans are supposedly waiting for. So, like... Why? <laughs> it it genuinely sucks. I didn't like this movie. I did it did live up to the hype. And like I said already, this series slash writing could and should have ended at movie number three. Like many other Hallmark series before. You can listen to the podcast. At all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, AHA Radio, Twitter and Alexa, Pandora, and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at HallmarkHeartBeat1, Instagram at HallmarkHeartBeats, Facebook HallmarkHeartBeats Podcast. Support the podcast by buying me a coffee at www.buymeacoffee.com slash H Mark Heartbeats. Upcoming podcast, the second wave of Summer Nights movies continues. Um, on this Thursday, the 20th, I am interviewing Nathan Witt, who was who starred in the Sealed with a Kiss Wedding March 6 movie. He played Kurt um, we will talk about his experience filming this movie as well as his next project, which he is currently working on as we speak, called Merry Little Christmas. I'm excited to talk to him about that because guess who his co-star is? Kelly Rowland. And as a Destiny Child fan, I swear I'm going to like get Nathan to please send me a video of Kelly singing Destiny Child. Um, on August 24th, it's the recap of a little day, daytime drama starring Jen Lilly, Ryan Pavey, 
and Linda Dano. That's going to be a fun one. Um, on August 31st, it's going to be a Sweet Pecan Summer recap. The movie stars Christine Coe, Wes Brown, and Lauren Tom. I, <laughs> I'm so excited about that one, too. Fall Harvest starts soon. It will be in starting on September 11th. There are six movies, brand new movies, on Hallmark Channel. And there are also six brand new movies in Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Channel. I don't know how... I have yet to figure out how that, that's going to work on this podcast. Um, we'll talk about it later. But I just wanted to give the lineup for September, which is September 11th. It will be Roadhouse Romance, starring Tyler Hines and um, Lauren Elena. I'm really excited about that one. Um, I just get weird feelings about 9-11. Anyone, you know, who lived through 9-11 would know why. Um, and then September 18th, the movie is called Raise Your Glass to Love, starring Laura Osnes and Juan Pablo de Pache. I am hoping and praying to God I said his name right. And then on uh, September 25th, it will be Taking the Reins, starring Nikki Deloach and Scott Porter. I'm really excited about those as well. So I hope to hear from you, see you guys next week. I will be joined by a special guest co-host, Caroline. Um, but also before that, tune in to my interview with Nathan Witt. It will be fun. Thank you for listening. Bye.